Hi, everybody. Welcome back to We Met IRL. This week's guest is Dara Jamat. She is one of my favorite comedians. You guys are going to absolutely love her. And I just want to say a huge thanks to her for her coming on this week. It's a fucking tough week for everybody. And she took the time out to do the podcast, and I really appreciate it. And I asked her before, I said, look, if you want to talk about this week's events, or if you want to just do the podcast, the normal team, that's totally up to you. And she was like, no, I'll do the, I'll do the normal team. Happy to do it. And so she has a couple of dating stories and they are fucking hilarious. One of the stories is so funny. I nearly spat my water out onto my laptop. So you guys are going to love her and I'll speak to you at the end of the episode. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let's start. This is so exciting. I love your shirt. This is great. Um, So basically just a quick thing again. I want to hear people's stories of how they met people in real life. So like an anti-online dating, even though I'm talking to someone online right now, but that's because we're in a pandemic and that's the only way I can talk to people. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, I love this in real life because I'm an in real life person. Like I cannot shop online for shoes. I can't shop online for dick. You know, I it's it's a tangible thing that I need in front of me. Oh my God, I nearly spat my water out on my laptop. (laughs) That's amazing. It's it's so true. I've never never gone on a date with anyone that I've met online. It's always been someone who I've met in real life. Um, Now, it's been uh, so many years since I've actually gone on a date. So anyone listening, "Mm, let's go somewhere. (laughs) Um, But several, uh, when when we talked about this, several stories came to mind so um one was how I met my ex-boyfriend who was a 54 year old Australian rock star oh my god and yeah 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 we'll get to how that ended up but I I had just discovered Melody Hobson who is um George Lucas's wife right and she's this multi-millionaire she runs this finances like she's she's dope right and I was telling my friend I was like I just want to find like a rich old white guy and he can do his thing and then I can do my thing and then we'll come together and we'll do our thing together sometimes you know this was like pre-race riots and stuff you know I have to rethink that now but um if he's from another country it makes it better you know what I mean (laughs) so um So about three seconds after I have this conversation, we go to karaoke and I see this guy and he looks like a plumber. And I, that was my first thought. That guy looks like a plumber. Uh, Cause he had like this flannel shirt and it was like cut off and he had like this greasy dark hair. And uh, we're singing da, 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 da. And all of a sudden his friend comes up to me and she's like, my friend is interested. I'm going to give you the lowdown. He's 54. He has three kids. He's divorced. He's a rock star, like legit one in Australia. And she was like, what do you say? And I was like, is this gone? Cause I did just order up an old white man. Like I did just say that I wanted an old white guy. So like, is this, I think I should go with this. So <laughs> we started talking and drinking and he uh, walked me to the E train and uh, he like, we took the train a few stops and he kissed me and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then he like texted me when I got home and we, um, we went out the next day and we spent like five hours together in a park. And then I had to go on a conference call and we went to a dive bar and he ordered me a Jameson and waited in that bar for me to go outside for a half an hour and have this conference call and then come back and, st- and continue to drink with him. Oh, he sounds nice. It Doesn't it? Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
uh-huh. Yeah, it went well for a few weeks. And then he claimed his love for me and said his daughter requested for him to move back to Australia and that he wanted me to be his girlfriend and that he wanted me to eventually come to Australia. And now I have, oh, but first he wanted me to go to, to Fiji with him on vacation, right? Did you go to Fiji? I'm thinking, we're going to get there. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking... This might be too soon. I don't know if I should be going on vacation with you and your daughter to Fiji. You know what I mean? And your bandmates. Like, this feels like a lot. Um, but everyone was convinced me, no, you need to go to Fiji with this man. So all summer long, while we're dating and while I'm preparing for him to leave, we at least have Fiji to look forward to, right? Girl, when I was about to book my ticket, I asked, what is the airport code in Fiji? Because I need that. He said, I'm going to text you back a little later. I woke up the next day to a message saying that we needed to talk because he doesn't think that we should go on the trip or be together anymore via WhatsApp. Oh. And that we needed to talk, not that day, not the next day, but after his concert because his fans needed him. Oh, I'm so sorry. What a nightmare. WhatsApp as well. What is it with us foreigners and loving WhatsApp? (laughs) (laughs) Delivering torch blows via WhatsApp early in the morning. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I was thinking, I was like, oh no, it sounds too good to be true. Oh God. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not in Australia. (laughs) Did he go back? Did he go back to Australia? Uh Uh-huh. And how- he was already in, he was already in Australia when we um, were trying to figure out the Fiji thing. Um, he had already gone back. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite the blow. Yeah. So I, I met him in real life, but he broke my heart on WhatsApp. You know. I know what the <laughs> fuck. Jesus, couldn't even be like, let's meet up and talk. At least then you'd go there knowing, but no, a fucking message, bastard. Right. Yeah. No. So. That was one of my dates. Well, look, (laughs) you said he had no sleeves. It was a sleeveless, a sleeveless flannel flannel shirt. It was a, yeah, it was like a red flannel shirt. And then he had the sleeves cut off. Yeah, that's like a red flag. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I was getting mixed messages from God. I thought this was the old white man that I ordered up, you know? (laughs) God's like, you don't want these. Here, I'll show you the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know, we don't always know the blessings that the gifts are going to come, the packaging. We don't always know, you know? I could change the shirt, maybe, but now I know. No, 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 bitch. No. (laughs) You know what? Oh, my God. So then after we broke up, after he broke my heart, right? I went down this YouTube spiral because um, he did this concert the next day. And I like to watch this particular song that he performed because he starts crying. And I know that those tears are for me. And uh, so I watched that video, but then it sent me down another spiral of all these videos that he had done. And I found him in a video sitting on stage, singing and playing his fucking guitar in front of not one, but two confederate flags oh no 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 i wonder do you know like was he just dumb and didn't realize what it was i oh i don't know but 54 i can't be that dumb i think it's because he plays rockabilly rock and australia is you know has their issues as does you know a lot of places (laughs) and white people are checking white people you know what i mean so he wasn't checking his brother and he was playing with a damn Make me so, oh, 
Oh, yeah. So that was one of my things. In one way, though, was it was it like, obviously, it was awful to see it, but was it also like, okay, thank God I didn't stay with him for a few more months. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 It was complete validation. And then it was like, Dara, what were you thinking? Like, he lives in Australia. He, you know, plays rockabilly rock, you know? What am I going to do? I'm going to go out to Australia and be in the outback with all these white people and pretend like I'm happy? No! Yeah. That's never going to work, you know, with palm-sized spiders never no. never in life it was it should have stayed here if it, it should have happened at all I don't know and plus as well your beau like he seems like a bit of a what's is this the right word is a diva the right word is that the word where you're like uh oh I'm the rock star so what would be the word for that yeah yeah uh, narcissist oh yeah Narciss- <laughs> yeah so like you know and you're a comedian as well so I think I think anyone who's like oh I need to go I need a space to for my fans I can't have a real conversation and like you're already also in the entertainment business that's a fucking nightmare it would be all about yeah. him yeah exactly and it's like no 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 your fans don't come before my emotions yeah fuck that anyway you don't want fans like that what like my, oh no. No, it was right. If I, I, you know, if I wanted to give him any publicity at all, I would say his name, but I will not. Good, good. I don't, I don't think mean, anyone who listens to I this likes mean, rockabilly. Or I don't know, actually. I don't know what rockabilly is. I'm always having to learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I like that. On the learn. I like that. Yeah, I always have to learn. No, seriously, though, because it's just like you just don't know sometimes. And then you can just live your life being like, oh, that's a whole genre of music I didn't know about. But I think it's the one where the girls wear their hair in the circle on the top of their head. Is that rockabilly? I th- Yeah, it's like 50s and 60s, um, like, you know, <laughs> like like old cars and oh you know, I do the time know yes yesteryear with you know when white people were just around white people mm. you know that yeah yeah you don't want yeah. that you don't want that especially Australian and as well I, what's he that, doing <laughs> I know and that was the problem because I didn't know what it was either until I saw that video I should have asked more questions isn't that the worst when you realize like I was dating this guy who I met in real life and we're dating a few months and then he turns around to me and goes, you know, abortion is murder. And I was like, wow, how did I? And then I started thinking about all the red flags. And I was like, yeah, how did I miss that? These are his beliefs. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that makes sense that you say that. But now I didn't think about it before. And what am I doing with you? Like, he didn't even ask me if I had an abortion. Like, this crazy motherfucker. My God. I know. But, yeah. Just over lunch. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about abortion just over this uh, tuna nassau salad. And <laughs> yeah, and accuse you maybe of murder if you've had one or not, like for fuck's sake. Exactly. And talk your way out of ever hitting this vagina. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I said to him, I was like, you haven't asked me if I had an abortion. He was like, have you? And I was like, well, no, but I would. I would fucking abort your baby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love how you said that. And what about you said there was a guy in London you met in real life as well. Or so just so you know, you're coming through a little. So if I respond a little late, that's just it's either my it might be my internet. So just a heads up. But oh, but other than that, okay, no, was there no worry? Great. Was there a guy in London? Yes. So how did I end up on this date with this guy in London? I don't remember how we met. I was over. I was living in London for like three months back in like 2003, and um. I met this guy 
he wasn't that, he wasn't too much older than I was, maybe like nine years, I don't know, eight years, I don't know. Uh, slight, like, like, yeah, maybe like seven years older, well-to-do black man, and he was taking me around London, right? And he was like, showing me the stadium or like Arsenal plays in Manchester, da 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 And it was a lovely date. We did meet in real life because I wasn't, but I can't remember, this is so long ago, I can't remember exactly how we met. All I remember is like date. Yeah. And we went to, um, we were driving around, I remember a really nice blue Audi, and we went to this pub and he asked me what I wanted to drink. And I said, I'll take a Guinness, please. And he looked at me and he said, only whores drink Guinness. Oh my God, I drink Guinness. <laughs> well, apparently you're a whore, Katie. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, well, this whore wants a Guinness. Yeah. So thank you. Please go get my Guinness. And then in my head, I'm like, if I was a whore, you didn't even allow me to show my badges. You didn't even allow me to show the Lord's work on what a really do though, you know? Was he? You closed up this shop. What is? I've never heard. I've never heard that before. What a! That's very unique because I've never heard that as a stereotype. Only horns drink Guinness. I wonder if he heard that in. Wait, did he hear that in England? Did he grow up in England? I think so. Yeah. Is it? Is it something to do with the Irish or something? I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had never heard that before. I was like, I don't know, pubs and Guinness for me go hand in hand. So it was my first, like, one of my first pub experiences. I'm like, yeah, pint of Guinness. And then he called me a fucking whore. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, I'm never going to sleep with this man. Oh, good. You can't reward bad behavior. No, that's great. I'm always rewarding bad behavior. But I stopped this year, last year, not because of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I physically can't reward bad behavior right now. Um, no, that's great. So did you continue the date with him or did you just kind of like? No, and which sucked because I still haven't been to a real football game. A real, like, Aww. you know, I know when we were supposed to go, but I was like, you called me a fucking whore. Yeah, no, you're dead right. You're so right. That's so weird. You got, like, these are my choices. This isn't a, like, it went, and then what else are you going to try to control about me? You know, you don't like the drinks that I'm drinking. What else are you going to try to control? You don't like the skirt that I'm wearing. You don't like the shirt that I'm wearing. You think I need to like cover up my sexy sternum? No, no, no. no. Red flags, red flags, red flags. That's brilliant. No, that's good that you noticed that straight away. I had a guy once order my dinner uh, at a restaurant. He was like, oh, you'll like this. But the thing he was trying to order, I was like, I gen- at the time I didn't like kale, but I have learned to like it. But this was like five years ago. And I was like, I genuinely don't like kale. Like I can't eat it. And he was like, no, no, you'll like this one. You'll like this one. And he, fu- he fucking insisted on ordering it. And I was like, I was just so confused. I was like, what is going on? Bastard. Yeah. 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 Don't control what my taste buds are going to eat. Yeah, right. That doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> Did, yeah. did were you in Lon- were you in London on a holiday? Um no, I was there um studying at the London College of Fashion. Wow. Yeah, it was a program through Syracuse, uh their dipper program. So we lived there for um I lived in Bayswater for about three months. That's amazing. I had no idea you lived in London. That's great. Was he did you have other dates in, in London? Any other exciting ones where they didn't call you a whore? Oh my god, I did where I got to be a whore. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. See, the other guy missed out. What an idiot. 
Yeah, yeah, he really did. Yeah, because I, I did some of, that's what I learned. That's what I learned that I love dating internationally because, you know, your whore credits don't really transfer <laughs> over back to the States, you know? You can just, like, wipe your dicks clean at customs, you know? <laughs> it's like, like ma'am, do you have any dicks to declare? No, sir, I have no dicks to declare. <laughs> Dickless and carefree, you know? That's <laughs> oh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> It's like you don't have to see them on the subway. They're not going to be at your job. Are they going to be at your local bar? No, they're not because they're back in the fucking Ukraine. You know? In the Ukraine. <laughs> did you have Ukraine penis? I did. Actually. That was domestically imported, but that's a, that's that's another in real life. Um, but yeah, I, what was the date that I went? Oh yes, I met this guy at a club, right? And you know how like you have those those. This was kind of like movie esque. You know how like you see someone across the room and you're like that, one, right? And then you're like, I don't know how to do this, but that one, yeah. right? Yeah, I was like, all right, all right. And then I'm like stalking him around the club, and then I realized he's kind of stalking me too. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then we start dancing. And I'm like, now my roommate in London had already left. This was approaching the end of our time there, and I was partying with another girl, and um. I think she was either sleeping or because she was wasted or some, something, but it was just me and the guy. We exchanged numbers and then we continue talking the next day and he's like, jump on a train. I live 40 minutes outside of London. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump on a fucking train. And that's what I did. And I met him at a hotel and we had the best fucking time. It was amazing. Oh my I God, still that's think of so that exciting. Yeah, it was great. Wait, you still, th- you still think of that when, when what, when you're what? I still think about that man fondly. He was amazing. He was so nice. He was a very nice, um, I think he was Jamaican and uh, and British or something. I don't know. Who cares? But he was very nice. Oh, no. And I never had, to, never had to talk to him again. It was beautiful. And you went to a hotel. That's so hot. I wanna, yeah. I want to do that. In real life, Katie. In real life, this happened. I know. I love that. And then you were just like, see you later. I'm going back to America. Yeah. And I think we like, I think we might have exchanged like a few emails, but I've never been able to find his, um, his information again. So he kind of like exists as this dream that like, did it happen? Did it not happen? But that I have a picture of him. So I know he exists. (laughs) That's lovely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. It's nice to be reminded that there was a time when I did go out and meet people in real life. And then I did go out on dates. It's been so long since I've gone on a date. I can't even tell you the last time I went on a date. So before pandemic, you hadn't been on a date in a long time? Years. Really? Why? I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I think honestly, and I'd have to really think about this, but I think the last date that I've been on was the date that started my like comedy journey when the guy told me that I wasn't funny. Wait, what? A guy told you you weren't funny? What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. I don't know. They want to say the wrong things to me all the fucking time when all I want to do is like, hey, let's see if we can, you know, like each other enough to, you know, want to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so he inspired you. He inspired you to do comedy. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll try to make this one quick. It was Malcolm X's birthday, right? May 19th. And I remember this because we went to a program for Malcolm. Oh, so I did. I met this guy in real life too. I met him at 4040 and uh, um, we exchanged information. He's like, let's hang out. I have this program I have to go to for Malcolm X's birthday. So we go, 
when I get there, I'm not only sitting next to my date's grandmother, but I'm sitting next to Malcolm X's four daughters. Oh my God. I only mention that because it's not a time or place to be funny or to be like, you know, cracking out the whipping jokes, you know, Lithuania and grandma, you know, while we're in the the bar center in Harlem, you know what I mean? It's just like, this was a time to be very mindful and respectful, you know? And then he takes me to his job. Um, again, I should be very mindful and respectful. Fine. He had been listening and we were going to Mamoons up the block from Grizzly Pear. And when we passed the Grizzly Pear, there was a guy outside. I wish I remember. I, I wish I knew who it was. I don't know. But he was barking people inside. And this was before the kitchen opened. This was 2014. And he's like, I said, well, we're going to get food. And he said, well, you can bring the food back. Now, I had not, I was not thinking about doing comedy at all. I was joking with this man. I said, well, if we come back, I'm getting on stage. My date looked at the dude and said, no, she's not. She's not funny. And I, I still get angry when I think about it because it was just like, who, first of all, who the fuck are you? Yeah. First of all, like, you don't know me. This is our first date. You don't know me. You don't know shit about my life. You don't know if I'm, you don't know how funny I am or how funny I am not. You don't know me, you know? And then how dare you speak for me? You guys, I was, so it, I get so mad when I'm sorry. So then in that moment, in that moment, I was like, now I have to prove to you in the world how funny I am. And I went in there and I didn't, I didn't get on stage, but there was crowd work that was happening and my, my rebuttals to their crowd work was funnier than their punchlines. So much so that like the host in the back is laughing at me and not the comedians on stage. And it wasn't that I was heckling. I wasn't heckling because I know that difference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, and then it, my, you know, my date's like, oh, you are funny. And then I was like, no, this isn't about you. This is bigger now. This is, now I have to fucking get on stage. Now I have to do it. So I think that that actually was my last date. Jesus. So that was today. No, 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 no. No, that couldn't have been it because then I was with that. I was with the rock star. So that must've been my last date. I don't know when Oh, no, 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 we might be running out of time, but the last thing, the, no, one of, in real life, are you ready for another one? Yeah, this is great. This is really, this is really therapeutic, Katie, thank you, I need this. I'm hoping that by me releasing all of this date energy that has happened, that this is going to like, you know, invite new energy in me, just getting rid of all this shit because I was, I was ambushed by an old friend. Okay. I've known him for about six, seven years and I go to the rooftop party and I see him and I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's like, Hey, we should go skydiving on Tuesday. I got tickets, but I got to check with someone to make sure that I can use their ticket. So I, I, uh, they were like, Oh, that person's going to use it. Can't do it. Fine. So then he invites me to, um, Atlantic City. And I'm like, uh, well, I, you know, I don't know if like, do you have a girlfriend? Because the last time I saw you prior, like a year prior, so you had a girlfriend. And he's like, no, I'm dating, but I don't have a girlfriend. Now in my brain, everyone in New York City is dating, you know, like that doesn't girlfriend and dating distinction. That's why I asked if you had a girlfriend, you know, if you're dating, that basically just means you got to out-fuck a bitch, you know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. Out-fuck <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> but if that's your girlfriend, that's your claim, that has to be respected, you know? Yeah. 
Um, he told me, no, I'm just dating. So we go, um, so I didn't go to Atlantic City, but he invited me to Great Adventure. And he picks me up with a bottle of Jameson, a bagel with lox and cream cheese, capers and red onions, a blunt, because why not? And two passes to Six Flags with the parking passes and everything paid for. Now, in my brain, we are still just like friends and kind of homies, you know? Uh, but I could kind of tell he's putting in a lot of effort, but I wanted to counterbalance that by paying for dinner after we had like a great day, you know? Yeah. So like, it's not a date, but it, it's a good time among friends. When I realized that no, even after I paid the dinner that it was a date date is when he was eating my pussy on my roof, you know? <laughs> Oh my god, I, I miss having my pussy eaten. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Me too. Me too. I keep on seeing that sponsored ad pop up with that little new toy with the tongue, and I'm like, maybe mama needs to invest. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> who knows with COVID when that's going to happen again. But long story short, with this awful situation, that, you know, we meet up a few more times. We're talking we're enjoying each other's company and then all of a sudden labor day comes and i see a post made where he's tagged and it's two glasses of wine on a vineyard and he is at his parents house in the hamptons with the same girlfriend that i met and i get to her page and i scroll through and there was never a break in the relationship there was never nothing there are anniversary flowers from every year there are like Wait, woman? Wait, 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 wait. So this is my friend of six or seven years who hoodwinked me with this date. It's a great fucking adventure for a great fucking adventure who lied to me when I tried to keep it on the equal footing of here, oh, this was a really nice day. Let me counteract this with a really nice, you know, $100 dinner. Then you're going to thank me by eating my pussy when that mouth belongs to someone else. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And then a month later, after I had called him out on it, and then I wanted to fuck with him one day, so I found the passes, the great flag, and I, I sent them a picture of it, and I said, I just sent this to your girlfriend. She might have some questions for you. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. Oh, I just wanted him. What did he, I wanted what did he to, say, though? Oh, he blocked me on everything. Uh, <laughs> so... But I, you know, and I, I never sent it, but I wanted to ruin his day. It was a Sunday and it was, uh, he's a Jets fan and I wanted to ruin his day. So um, what happened? Oh yeah, so fast forward, that was Labor Day, right? Fast forward, October, so small. Black people who know how to read and write all know each other, right? Six degrees of separation just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So I not only know the person who was the videographer for his proposal but i also work with another girl who knows both of the, the his girl and and the guy so like the 58 people that we have mutual friends on facebook maybe this is maybe i'm not the person to fuck with so anyway she sends me a screenshot of his proposal and it's like when like my like the diamond I am flawed, but she accepted my proposal anyway. So I'm like, oh, basically, she knows that you fucking cheat on her and sling your dick around, but she said yes anyway. Okay. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. And you know that, like, I've, like, this story comes up a lot um, where I've had it as well, where people don't tell the truth about their partners, where you become the side bitch and you're like, no, what did you do to me? Yeah. Give me the choice. Exactly. 
Because they know we'd say no. We'd be like, no, no, you got a fucking girlfriend. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And a friend, Jesus, what a fucking idiot. And then I guess, yeah, I guess she knows if she's like, if he said that, that speech. Oh, that's awful. Absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. So, like, I don't think I have good relationships <laughs> with dates. I'd like to change that. Yeah. And I think that this was my first step in doing so. Good. It's funny because I've only had three women on this new. So I have the shift podcast and then this one is the is the new one. So I wanted to do it just on like dating stories. And the guy. Oh, I've had three sets with guys. They're all in relationships. I didn't mean it, but they're all in relationships and all success stories. And then the three girls so far have all been like failure stories. And mine are all <laughs> failure stories as well. I think. For women in New York, it's just too hard. It's very hard. It's, I, you know, but I also think about like, I mean, I'm from Jersey, a, a, a stone throw away from the city. Um, and I just, I don't know of anyone who got away. So I don't know if I ever had a fighting chance. I don't know. That's why I feel like my husband's in another country. I feel yeah, like maybe, maybe Ireland. <laughs> we should go do a comedy tour in Ireland. <laughs> Oh my God, you let me know and I'm so down. I'm 13% Irish, so says Ancestry.com. Oh wow, there you go. Yay. Somebody was fucking back in the day. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. No, yeah, definitely. Oh my God. We should definitely do a comedy tour in Ireland. But so wait, I'll have, ask you last question before we go because we have to go do a show. But um, yeah. what I do ask is, so obviously what's your tips for meeting people in real life like when the pandemic stops like are you very confident to, well you haven't had a date in five days or five years really were you saying because it's more you're concentrating on your comedy what will you do now will you go out and talk to people in bars or that's I mean that's such a good question because I feel like I'm always we've been we've been at bars together you see me I'll talk to any fucking body except for the people who I'm actually like interested in I've lost that I've lost that, like, ooh, you, you know, like how I was scouting that guy in London. I've lost that ability to, like, I don't know. Uh, so maybe, like, reclaim that. But I don't really see a lot of people who I'm, like, I don't know, interested in. But what am I going to do? Because let's put an action plan in play. Um, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna look them in the eyes because that's all I'm going to be able to see. And... Uh... <laughs> Just go for those sexy eyes. Like goes sexy eyes and um and at least once once a month I'm gonna hit on a hottie I'm gonna hit on a hot guy I see at least once a month and if I if a sub hottie will have to do if I if I'm at the if I'm at the 31st or the 30th day I gotta go with the, the best looking thing I've seen that day this is great I love that yeah yeah I like it too oh yeah so you're definitely once a month that will push you to to make an effort that's brilliant that's so great and you're probably yeah. at a you're probably at a point now because I feel like I think we've been doing comedy around this around about the same amount of time and I think like it can be overwhelming but and you're just trying to like not not overwhelming is the right word but you're just trying to do it all of the time and so but you get to a certain point where you're like okay maybe I can have a bit of a life now as well and that's what I'm starting to feel like I'm like okay maybe I can have time to put effort into dating more and no you're absolutely right because for the last few years I'm like I don't even know how to fit a man into this schedule like if I did have a man how would I see him when I'm out in these streets you know um <laughs> And then you've but I think quarantine has taught me balance is important. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Me too. 
um even though i'm watching too many movies but but in general definitely yeah i've been i've been virtually dating someone so even though this is an anti-online dating podcast i have been online dating so you should i would recommend hinge Okay, because uh, I've been doing Tinder and I downloaded Hinge, but I haven't finished my profile. So that's another action that I'll take. I'll 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 try Hinge. I've been avoiding it, and I'm like, well, why the fuck is the app on your phone if you're not going to use it, bitch? Yeah. So at least I'll- during the Ooh. pandemic, afterwards we can go back to real life. But what's great about Hinge is they um for people in Ireland, I don't think we have Hinge in Ireland, but they ask questions, um, and they answer. And like the guy that I met three months ago, we've been like talking we've had social distance dates and everything and we've been talking to each other for like three months but I actually swiped on him because of his answer not because of his picture and I actually really enjoy and so that's funny I don't know if I I just think that's like a a huge thing whereas in tinder you'd be just swiping because of the photos Uh, yeah you know what I like this because when sometimes tinder just feels like a game you know it's like it feels like racking up candy crush points you know it's like no 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 and then it's like and then it's like oh yeah you match yeah and then it's like no 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 and then it's like no match it's like what the fuck what do you mean no match well this is the thing we're hinged they'll only um they'll only you won't know if they don't match you if that makes sense I guess because I think the way it is works is they show you a bunch of people and you can like them but they might not see you. Actually, I don't know. I don't really understand. I did get overwhelmed with it and I stopped using it a few, like a few weeks in just once I, but I think, yeah. So I'm probably not the best online dater, but yeah, I just think. No, it, it's okay. I'm not either, but you give me hope because you're not the best online dater either. I'm definitely not. But if, you know, there's hope. You've given, you've inspired new hope in the day and the age where I was definitely sure that my, uh, love life was as dead as our freedom okay okay um, yes okay well so online for now and real life afterwards and we should go do our show oh is there anything you want to plug for the for the listeners oh god um uh uh well we're we're both on the show french roast yes and this will be out by then this will be out tomorrow so yes i asked um, i asked frankie will i get well i didn't ask frankie i asked people in the group will i get deported for doing it <laughs> they're probably like she's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> i think you'll be fine i think we'll protect you okay, we'll thanks. protect you You're uh and yeah i guess people can follow me on um social media uh chocolate gem with a j on instagram uh dara jamad on um facebook and and all other platforms and uh yeah youtube there'll be some projects there but yeah oh and uh, i also have a podcast comedians for hire and we talk about uh comedians when they actually had jobs okay great okay perfect okay i'm gonna say goodbye and then say hello to you again in the next show (laughs) i love you thank you so much this was great you are the best i love you thank you so much this was awesome hey everybody thank you so much for listening to we met irl um please follow dara on all social medias and dm her or me for the roast link info that will be on tomorrow night all of the proceeds for that will go to charity if you are a rich person who listens to this and wants to help some way uh, just go on to my bio I have a link there for a list of charities that you can donate to and yeah and just fucking follow Dara she is amazing and when the pandemic is over she runs some great shows and listen to her podcast and yeah I just want to say a huge thanks again for taking the time to do the podcast and thank you guys for listening I know it's hard week for everybody but I love you all sending you all a hug and yeah I'll talk to you next week <laughs> <laughs>